Beautiful greetings, everybody. My name is Alex Flores. And I'm Meredith Frigo. And you are listening to Tea Time with Bitter and Sweet. lovely little beverage and join us because we are drinking tea as well. Meredith, what do you have? Yes, um, I'm having some tumbleweed teas. Uh, I got it in in um, Colorado mm-hmm. when I went there and they had this little shop and this woman was selling a bunch of her own teas that she had crafted. Really? Which I thought was really cool. And this one says Cold Winter's Night. So the brand is Tumblewood Teas mm. and then this one's Cold Winter's Night. It has... It says, invigorating to the senses, calming to the soul. Mm-hmm. This is full of flavored, aromatic blend of herbs, rejuvenation, and refreshes. Refreshers. Refreshes. Whatever it says. <laughs> and the ingredients is like chamomile, and it has peppermint, licorice, and lemon peel. I love doing local shops whenever you're traveling because you can find those little things. Yes. Yeah, they're really nice. Yeah, and I really like Colorado too because they have so much Mm -hmm. to offer in the way of like herbal teas and then Mm -hmm. they have lush. uh, That was the first time I went there. Um, Was my first exposure to the the, um, store lush and Mm -hmm. I love lush. Yes, we talked about that. Yeah, Um, in a past episode. It was one of my uh, sweets this week. Yes, it was. So. I'm drinking just a lovely little matcha green tea. Excellent. It's nice. It's from the Republic of Tea. Now you know that I love the Republic of Tea. Oh, yeah. My favorite from the Republic of Tea is actually vanilla almond, which Mm. is really, really something. I think I have a couple of cans full of it back at my place. But uh, this is just a stone ground green tea powder from matcha, and um, it's really, really nice. Good. It's something to really, really brighten up your palate in the morning. I really love matcha tea. Just in general. Okay, so today we're going to, we're kind of getting into the season. That's also why I chose my my tea, because it's like the wintry, hmm. even though we're going into fall. Mm-hmm. But I like... This is Texas. Yes. Yeah. But it's, it's tumblewood teas. Oh, okay. I get it. I do. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you get it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so... Um, yeah, we're talking about Halloween costumes today. Yay, we are getting into the season. Yes. Everybody loves Halloween. It's one of it's my favorite. Not everybody loves Halloween, I don't think. It is also my favorite. We both love it. Yes. I think a lot of people have it there's a lot of controversy around Halloween I've heard in some instances. Really? Yes, like when I was younger, my stepmom um, was really big on like Halloween's like of the devil. And mm. so she wouldn't let us go um, trick-or-treating, we got to watch movies and sing things, but it, she was a little hypocritical because whenever she had children, they went trick-or-treating. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, awesome. Bitter much? Maybe, maybe that just, should be just, my bitter this week. <laughs> just joking. I've gotten over it. Kinda. <laughs> okay. So, Uh, We both love Halloween. Halloween is my favorite holiday. Mine as well. And one of the reasons why Halloween is my favorite holiday is because I do perform in drag every once in a while. Yeah. I have performed in a couple of shows. My very first time in drag was actually on Halloween. That is excellent. It is. And ever since then, every single Halloween, I always make my own outfits. For drag? For drag and for just whatever I decide to be that year. Um, last year I was a 
Greek goddess. Mm. And I made my dress and I made everything, my accessories, my so, belt. My, right. So yeah. you're a big DIYer when it comes yes. to costumes. So I have a sewing machine. I have uh, accessories. I have little things, trinkets, and I can make all sorts of stuff and glitz and glamour. I love it. So something that I wanted to talk about today is mm-hmm. whether people should make or buy their costumes. Um, we can get into that because my, I spent roughly $150 just on my costume right. last year. That's what yeah. is a big thing about it. So it's, uh, but so, it was amazing. Um, <laughs> I found like a website that says, here's some tips to help you decide whether to make or buy a Halloween costume this year. So mm-hmm. the first question is how much of a budget do you have for your costume? Yeah. So if you don't really have a big budget for it and it's something that's super complicated, it might be beneficial to you to go and buy it. Mm-hmm. Just because that will, in the long run, be... Especially if it's so detailed. Also, one of the things... Because I was making a gown, I had to buy a lot of fabric. There was a lot of fabric involved in making a gown. And I had a cape as well. So there was a lot of fabric for the cape. And there was all sorts of things. And I used this really nice, silky type of material. And um, it ended up being really expensive. Just the fabric alone was the most expensive part. Putting it together... I mean, I'm not going to charge myself a service fee... So right. I don't have to worry about that. But it did take me a month to put everything together. Yeah. And I, I like to put together my own costumes as well. Most of the time, I'm kind of lazy about it. Mm. And I try really hard to find a person, like a, a person that I want to be, that looks like me. <laughs> so I don't have to do too much to alter myself. That's part lazy, part genius? Yeah. So like whenever I, for example... We both have done this. We went as Scott Pilgrim characters. Yes, yes, we did. At the time, I had my hair cut as a bob, Mm -hmm. and so I was going to go as either Ramona Flowers or Kim, the drummer, and I went as Kim, Um, (laughs) because her outfit is so easy. All you need is like a sweater and a mini skirt and like some uh, hosiery and boots, and then like I just carried around some drumsticks, and I was like, Dunsky. You actually carried around my drumsticks. I. I thought that they were just some, like a mixture of two different drumsticks. Like I had a drumstick and somebody else let me borrow another one. So I wasn't just walking around with one drumstick. Maybe it was, maybe I let you borrow just one drumstick then. I guess. Because I do remember I had drumsticks, but I wasn't using them because I wasn't playing percussion at the time. I was in percussion at the time, so maybe I had Uh, them. But I remember them not matching. Like they weren't the same. (laughs) But see, that's my laziness. I refuse to go and just spend right. a ton of money on a DIY. Yeah. But that, I mean, like a costume that I would really love to do is um, Hela from uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, She yeah. looks awesome. Amazing. And so I was like, I could do her makeup and then I could just kind of alter some clothes and make it look mm-hmm. like her. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... I don't know, because I, I, the biggest issue I find is that if I want to look like somebody, a lot of times you have to do something with your hair, and mm. so I try to find somebody with my hair, basically. <laughs> I'm like, if they're white, <laughs> if they're white and they have the same kind of hair as me, I can do that. So, well, anyway, hey. so another uh, question you should ask yourself if you want to do, uh, DIY your costume, or if mm-hmm. you want to buy it, is... Um, is your costume idea already in the store? Like, is it in a store? Mm. So, like, you can want to be something all you want and want to just go buy the costume, but then not have a costume for it, and then you're kind of SOL. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, another one is, do you have a pattern or instructions for the costume that you're wanting to create? Mm. I did not. 
Yeah. I you can pre- just do I, it on the fly. I did. And it was a little bit frustrating, but I already had in my mind how to create the costume. So I did not have a pattern. No, I just made my own pattern. Okay. And it was very simple, very easy. Um, but over the course of that month, trying to bring everything together, that's what took the most time. Like all of the tiny details. Right. And there's a lot of tutorials too that you could find on I actually did I had to Mm -hmm. put in a zipper in the back of my dress and at that point I had never put in a zipper it's a toga in in it was a gown because I made it I can call it whatever I want I guess (laughs) anyway so I put the zipper in the back of my gown and um, I had never installed the zipper before and the dress was already made it was completely finished. Right. And I was just like, I'm having trouble fitting this on. Yes. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, that's probably why I have to have a zipper. I didn't think about it. <laughs> so that's something that you should think about, which is why the next kind of thing you should think about is whether or not you can sew. I can. There you go. If you can't, <laughs> maybe, you know, trying to not make an outfit from scratch. Yeah, is... I wouldn't advise it. Even I had struggles. And I'm, I'm a decent, I, I can sew decently. I'm not like a designer or anything, but I can, I can patch up some jeans if they rip. Right. Yeah. I can do minor sewing, mm-hmm. but if you just like have no ability whatsoever, yeah. then maybe not. Or get somebody to do it for you. If you have the money to do it, you can always commission somebody to make it for you. Yeah, that's true. Which is what smart people do. And, but I was not that smart. Also, it costs money to commission people. Unless you have a friend that just sews and then it's like, oh, okay, could you do this for me? And then be like, yeah, friend it. <laughs> if somebody were to come up to me and ask me to make them an entire costume, I would not do it for friend it. You would make, you cost them money? I would charge them. Or cost them money. You would charge them something? <laughs> yeah, I would. I absolutely would. Um... Because um, my costume took an entire month, and I'm not about to make something for friend at, for an entire month. Sure. Okay. So if you didn't want to just make it for somebody, another thing to consider is uh, if the person, like if you're doing this for your children, if you're making costumes for your kids, can they help you do it? Uh, are they capable of doing any mm. part of the costume? How old are they? Right. Also, whenever it comes to age, what's appropriate for their costumes? You know? Yeah, I have a whole other thing yeah. on that. <laughs> Because I found a website that I was like, my God. Um, Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. So are they capable of helping you make the costumes? Mm -hmm. And then lastly, do you have the time? Right, exactly. Because it takes up time to make, especially if you want to do like a really cool costume. People Mm -hmm. who do cosplay, sometimes they spend like weeks, Mm -hmm. months making Mm -hmm. their costumes, every element, like finding the stuff to make it. So it just kind of depends if you have the time to and how much effort you're willing to really put into making a costume. Right. So those are some some things to think about if you're trying to decide if you want to do DIY or buy. Yes. Um, Some popular costumes to do that are really easy that are do-it-yourselves. If you're doing this for children, this is super easy. Or Mm -hmm. if you just want to do kind of a kitty outfit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So one is a ghost that's mm-hmm. super easy to do it yourself. Oh, yeah. Super, super quick and easy. Yes, super. And then another one is a, a dog, a cat, or a mouse. Makeup. Yeah, so, basically. And wear all black or wear all whatever. Yeah. Make so, some ears. So many people can make so many simple costumes out of just turning their face into something else with a little bit of 
uh, we call it paint, but it's just face paint. Right. Like drag. Yeah, exactly. I I got you. Um, I'm a natural woman though. I don't need paint. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you. Um, so another one, it says a deck of cards. I don't know how you would do that, but I believe them. This is from a website, which I did not cite. That's okay though. Um, another one is a robot, which I can see mm-hmm. making yourself kind of boxy, painting it all silver. Mm. Um, a car, hmm. you know, those things like that, oh. like clowns wear, they yeah. wear like a big barrel basically. And then they, it reminds me of that. Like you put on like the straps and you're carrying the around. You're ba- yes. Yeah. You're basically carrying around a car. My sister did one of those one Halloween. She was an iPhone for Halloween. Oh yeah. And, um, she just had two pieces of cardboard, the front cardboard and the back, back. cardboard. And then we had suspenders over it. Yes. And it was literally just, just, we just, well, we had, uh, we did printouts oh, of yeah. all the different apps and there things and we just, uh, blacked out the cardboard, put a silver rim on it and then put all of the apps on the cardboard. Perfection. It, was, it was amazing. It came out, it was so cheap and it came out beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, stuff like that is very simple to put together. Yes. Um, the last two are princess and witches. So mm. it's fairly easy to put together a princess outfit yes. and a witch outfit. Yes. Um, again, with the help of makeup, anything is possible. Now, you see a lot of um, slutty witches around Halloween time. Yeah. That's one of the... Because you can just put on a, a, a nice little black cocktail dress and then throw on a throw witch's hat. Throw a little hat, hat and... Lots of makeup. Yeah. And put on some fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can definitely. Um, that's one of the easy. That's sexy one of the easy. it up if you want to. <laughs> Maybe not for your children, but again, no. I'll talk about that in a little while. Um, popular costumes that you should probably just buy, or mm. like if you're any kind of character, like from Star Wars or superheroes, Disney princesses, other Disney characters. Those are like ones that almost all costume stores have mm-hmm. it's fairly easy to just go we mm. were just at um hell that place <laughs> she's um speaking of walmart it's terrible she doesn't like it i hate it anyway so we were just there and mm-hmm. uh, they had tons of costumes that were character yes. based you told me i should be a taco for halloween yes <laughs> exactly um you could be a minion too if you wanted i could which is another one of the options to buy mm-hmm. or other popular cartoon or movie characters. So basically mm-hmm. if you want to be a character, it's probably just better to buy it unless you're, like I said, unless you're like a cosplay person, mm-hmm. most cosplay people will make their outfits, but that's like a, for some of them it's a hobby and some of them it's a career. Right. And one thing to be said that people who make their own costume, most of the time throughout the years, they've assembled a little bit of a wardrobe of kind of costumes and accessories and things. So like it's less expensive for somebody like that to make their costume than for somebody who's starting fresh yes. and just buying all of their fabric, all of their accessories, all of their stuff is going to be a lot more expensive. Now, somebody who has been doing it for a couple of years, they probably already have the fabric that they want. If not, then they're just going to buy a couple of things that they might need specific to the costume, but most everything they already have. Yeah. So they don't have to worry about it. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're not a nerd like me and you don't want to go as a character of any sort, you just want to do some women use Halloween as kind of a time to be a little, little skanky. Yeah. Um, I'm not judging necessarily. 
<laughs> but really, I don't know. You could do you. Do you? I don't really see... Okay, so whenever I'm doing part of Halloween, I don't really see it very often because not a whole lot of skanky women are going to walk into a gay bar. That's not where you go to meet dudes. So... Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So whenever I'm doing Halloween, I'm at the gay bars. I'm doing shows or I'm attending a show or I'm performing in a show, anything like that. I just feel like I can't escape them. I go everywhere (laughs) and there's someone dressed in a slutty costume. But I do see um, slutty boys. Oh, do you? Surprisingly enough, like, like, you know, there are slutty boys who... um, We'll just wear jeans and a harness. Okay. And it's just like, the, just abs and pecs and biceps just everywhere. Well, I just it's like you walk into a yeah. gay bar and all you see is muscle. It doesn't have to be necessarily slutty women. No, the sluts are sluts. Yes. I mean, there's no discrimination. Well, it depends <laughs> on who you ask. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, the first costume I found is a is a... SWAT team person and so she's basically wearing underwear and it says the title of this is under arrest hell yeah <laughs> and she has like a police baton and the the what are those called aviators mm-hmm. um, aviator sunglasses and then a hat that says sheriff you know what I think would also be a good idea for people who are interested in getting some slutty Halloween costumes mm-hmm. role play costumes you can get role play costumes all year long and sure. just build them up for a Halloween season. And then you have an entire catalog of things. Sure. <laughs> but I don't know what man would want someone to role play a jack-o'-lantern. So. You know what people have. Which, by the way, is in- the next costume <laughs> is a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> She's wearing a tutu with the bottom half of the jack-o'-lantern and then like a basically a. What is it called? A bikini for the top. Mm hmm. I don't know what man would be like, baby, can you, can, can we play like jack-o'-lantern and I don't know, like maybe he she wants would to be... pick a pumpkin for the fall. Maybe. Mm, hopefully he's already picked her. <laughs> uh, okay. So the next one is the almighty Thor, which actually is kind of a badass um, costume for a male or a female. It's for a female. Oh, I can see a lot of slutty guys going as Almighty Thor, just sure. shirtless. I'm ta- I guess this is mainly women. It oh, just okay. says, because it says 25 of the sluttiest Halloween costumes, and it's just women so far. Mm. I don't, uh, I, I mean, there's men in here too, but it's, this one is specifically for women. Oh, I see. Um, and it's like her bra is metal, which if it's chilly out, bless her heart. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that is something to be said because a lot of the times on Halloween it's getting cold and the slutty costumes, ladies, gentlemen, whoever you are, if you're wearing a slutty costume, prepare to freeze. Yeah, just for sure. You're probably going to have a cold the next day. Just in in your slutty ambitions, just prepare yourself for that. Yeah. So there's a lot. Obviously, there's 25 on here. There's a lot of <laughs> slutty costumes. Typical <laughs> ones, though, are like nurses. And that's one that you could mm. do like the... Um, whatever you said, role play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the slutty nurse is your typical, you could go as a cat and be all slutty about it if you want. <laughs> um, this one is like of a, of a cheetah and, and it has like cheetah print all over their body. 
Now, all of these things are reminding me of the Halloween party that was on the movie Mean Girls, where there was that montage of all the girls getting ready for the party, and they were all getting ready in their slutty outfits, and then Lindsay Lohan shows up as an actual ghoul. Yes. Well, she's like um, an ex-wife, is what she says, and she's like dressed up as a bride, uh, which is really... It's that, that was an awesome costume. Yeah. But I think those are awesome. Like, as opposed mm-hmm. to someone dressing up as a slutty little girl, mm-hmm. that is a pedophile, pedophile's dream right there. <laughs> <laughs> Just dressing up in dressing a tutu. Dressing up as a schoolgirl. Or a schoolgirl, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was next. I'm psychic as fuck. <laughs> uh, and there's like a fox one. Oh, you could, it says uh, Firefox logo, which is pretty funny, actually. She's carrying like... Oh, that's hilarious. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. She has like a fox tail and her fox ears and she's carrying a little uh, globe with mm-hmm. her. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty cute. Uh, you could be a sexy nun if you want. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I um, Yeah, I'll judge you for that one. I will. I was, I was about to say I won't judge you for it. I don't normally judge people for their slutty ambitions because why? But on that one, yeah, I'm going to judge you. I think most of these are for role play. I've decided like yeah. scrolling through them, like one says reporting for duty and it's like a girl and basically nothing. It's just like, wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Sorry. People can't see this, but it's like, mm-hmm. she's wearing like a camo, um, bandana mm-hmm. and she has like suspenders that, and that's the only thing covering yeah. her boobs. Yeah. And then it's just a pair of underwear attached to the suspenders. Now, you would have to get some double-sided tape to put those suspenders. Yeah, you. On, if you went to a party like that, I hope to God nobody goes I, to a party I like hope, that. Well, that's you, a night-in uh, kind of thing. Yeah, that's a role-play kind of deal. Sexy cowgirls, whatever. There's, oh my gosh, sexy SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> She's wearing like a coral reef uh, bikini bottom and then just a tube top with SpongeBob's face on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, get creative with your sluttiness. It can be <laughs> as a ninja turtle or whatever I mean, as you want. I feel like people can turn just about anything slutty. Yeah. All you have to do is show skin. Which is... <gasps> I love this, though. It's a slutty, slutty Chinese takeout box. But look at her. She's so cute. Oh, that is really cute. Yes. I love that. It's like, uh, it just says that it has the little Chinese house on the front. It says, thank you, like it would on a Chinese takeout <laughs> box. And she's carrying around chopsticks and mm-hmm. has a fortune cookie on her head as a hat. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. Now, what website is this so that people can go and look at these? It's called savemyboredom.com. Save my boredom. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then the it's slash 25 sluttiest Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can already, I already know a few people are going to just want to look at, look at these, look at these, um, exquisite designs of, um, I uh, think exquisite is kind. (laughs) Okay. So there was this whole trending thing on Twitter not too long ago. Uh Ho, but fashion. Have you seen that? (laughs) No, I haven't. It's called ho, but fashion and it's trending. It's just pictures of people looking like hoes, but like expensive. They're fashionistas. Yeah. Fashion hoes. Okay. Do you know, like, it's it's a really nice Dolce & Gabbana top, but they're not wearing anything else. Right. It's like, ho, but fashion. 
That's that's what Halloween reminds me of. A hoe, but, hoe but fashion. But I don't dress up as a hoe. So like I usually my go to thing is kind of like my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. So I've also gone as when I was dating my last boyfriend, he went as the Mad Hatter and I went as the Queen of Hearts. Oh, you like to do um what's it called whenever you I guess it's like couple costumes. Oh, they're just correlating somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of those too. I've seen like mm-hmm. so many couples costumes. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, basically any couple that you can think of, you could probably do as a costume. I've seen a mother dress up as the, one of the evil people from Minions. Yeah. And then her kid, she dressed him up as a minion. So it was like, uh. Right. That's pretty cute. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah, and there's all kinds of stuff. Even for families, like I've seen one do um, The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. So the mom went as Dorothy, mm-hmm. and then they took their dog Toto with them. And then the mm-hmm. kids were dressed up as like, um, one was dressed up as the lion, um, one was dressed up as the scarecrow, and the dad was the tin man. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's pretty cute. That is cute. Yeah. So we're talking about costumes all this time. And all of this, like, <laughs> slutty costumes, ideas, how to create your costume. Yeah. But have you ever asked yourself, why do we even wear costumes on Halloween? Never. Never? Never. Not once? No. I have. <laughs> okay. I was really invested in, like, the lore of Halloween. Yeah. Because the, it, it, there's just something about Halloween that makes me feel like not myself. Like, I could be anybody I wanted to be. Yes. I think um, that's the appeal of Halloween. It's I, yeah. just a fun holiday. It's a fun holiday. I think that's why I like it, though, because there's no real, well, nowadays, there's no real typical religious tie to mm-hmm. it, and it's yes. just very, like, everyone's involved, everyone can participate. It's not exclusive. Yeah. Um, like, Thanksgiving is purely American. Christmas is yes. just for Christians. Mm, yeah. 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 I mean, it's... <laughs> Kind of, sort of. <laughs> people who are... I know people who are atheists that still give out presents on Christmas, yeah, though, so I know, I'm like, I know. Eh, it's just a time to really give somebody a gift. But it's it's still very connected yes. with the lore. Right. Mm-hmm. So Halloween is not very connected with the lore anymore. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to go over briefly a little bit of the history. Let's do of it. Of why we even wear Halloween costumes. Now I am asking that question all the time. <laughs> I'm going to ask everybody, why do we wear Halloween costumes? Why are you wearing that? Why? Like, why, why, why are you wearing a two-piece and a bikini? That has Spongebob on the top. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Neither. Anyway, so, I mean, they're just going to say because they're out prowling is what they're going to say whenever you ask them. <laughs> I won't ask them then. <laughs> okay, so I found an article on the History Channel website, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to read the introduction because I don't want to read too much of it. I don't want to bore you, okay? Thank you. I get bored so easily. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> The shade. Okay, here we go. Halloween is an annual holiday celebrated each year on October 31st. Mm -hmm. And Halloween 2018 occurs on Wednesday, October 31st. It originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. Hmm. Now... Scare them away, basically. Pretty much. Um, In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor all saints. Soon, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain. Mm -hmm. The evening before was known as All Hallows' Eve and later became Halloween. 
Over time, Halloween evolved into a day of activities such as trick-or-treating, carving jack-o'-lanterns, and festive gatherings, and of course, donning costumes and eating sweet treats. I think one of my favorite parts is definitely eating the sweet treats. The sweet treats, yeah. I love, <laughs> I love candy. I love candy corn. I love chocolate. I love caramel apples, everything. But that's pretty interesting. Also, to me, like it makes it sound like there's no such thing back then as like, oh, I'm going to be a princess this year because they're like, <laughs> that's not going to scare off the fucking ghosts. <laughs> no, but you're absolutely right. They didn't do it for the slutty in- ambitions. <laughs> Unless they, they were going to seduce <laughs> the ghosts. <laughs> as the story goes, and it has been altered, of course, throughout the centuries, but... The legend has it that the veil between the living and the dead is the thinnest on Halloween. Right. So, in order to protect ourselves from the scary creatures that come out at night, we all dress up as creatures and monsters mm-hmm. so that... So to trick them. Yeah, to trick them. It's, it's, it's so that we don't get eaten by a live mm-hmm. demon. That's originally the, the lore purpose. of it all. So... Uh, of course, then all uh, Hallows Eve came into play, where we use it as a time to commemorate all of the saints. Mm-hmm. Then it became Halloween from All Hallows Eve. It was just a, a, a big, long thing that happened over time. But originally, the reason why we wear costumes is to fit in with all of the nasty things of the night. Hmm. <laughs> Which means all the sluts and all of the, the princesses and all that, they will not be protected. No, they will be the first ones to be eaten. Hmm. <laughs> Which, for slutty ambitions, I think that was their goal in the first place. Yeah. But <laughs> Ain't that the truth. But, I mean, I, you know what I'm saying. Also, just gross. Visual in my head is awful. <laughs> the Spongebob. <laughs> Maybe Spongebob is scary. Maybe the ghouls would be like, oh my god, that's hideous. Okay, but in all seriousness, so over time, we have definitely incorporated our own aesthetic into the celebration of Halloween. That's true. People try to make it really cutesy, but if if the point is to blend in with the ghouls and stuff, we should really like... Not be cutesy. We should be like Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls and actually dress up like somebody. An ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Dress up as an ex-wife and it'll be fine. Or do that thing where, you know how people will like put on those, it's like a headband, but it's a knife and it looks like it's gone through your head. Yes, I have seen those. Do something like that. Or the arrow that, um, it's like yes. a headband and it's an arrow on each side yeah. and it looks like an arrow is through your skull. I love those. Do you? I do. <laughs> I typically, like I said, I usually just do characters, but when I was younger, I did mm-hmm. witches a lot. Like I was constantly mm. a witch, not a sexy witch. <laughs> um, normally I would just be, Why not? I don't know. <laughs> I should have tried, I guess at age 10. I think I did Harry Potter one year. Did you? I think so. I uh, don't know if you, I don't know if guys are considered witches though, or if they're, or if you're supposed to call them wizards or warlocks or what. I'm not certain. We should look up that kind of stuff sometime. At some point in time. Yeah. Not right now. (laughs) Okay. Nobody really cares right now. No. (laughs) But it's interesting. I like how they're supposed to ward off the evil spirits kind of thing. Yeah. And jack-o'-lanterns. You like jack-o'-lanterns because it's part of the spiritual ritual Mm -hmm. of the Celtic traditions to ward. It's a ward for uh, evil intentions. I wonder if that's the case for all 
um, parts of the world on that day. Cause I know that like in the Hispanic or Mexican culture, like mm-hmm. the next day is Dia de los Muertos. Oh yes. And I love that day. The so. day to honor the dead. Yeah. And it's to, uh, establish the time to honor the dead yes. within the culture right. throughout the span of those three days, because that's what it's supposed to be right. related to. People make altars. Um, they eat their, uh, family's favorite food that have passed mm-hmm. away. They do all kinds of stuff, music, mm-hmm. fun things. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So those and they are... also, and not to necessarily say that they wear costumes, but they do wear traditional garments for Dia de los uh, Muertos. Yes. Uh, I like that they paint their face like skulls. Yes, they do. The candy skull and the, uh, the sugar mm-hmm. decoration, but they also paint their faces yeah. uh, during the parades. Right. Um, yeah. I think that the whole day is really cool, but I mm-hmm. like that time, this time period in general of mm-hmm. Halloween and yeah. all that stuff. It's just my favorite time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think that that's, that's all I've got on costumes and okay. Halloween. I just wanted to talk a little bit about the lore. That's all I had. Sweet. I just wanted to understand why we dress up like slutty nurses. It's <laughs> like, what was the reason? Maybe if you dress up as like a slutty zombie nurse, you could scare away the ghouls. So anything slutty, just be a zombie mm-hmm. on top of it. And, and not to say that I'm shameful of this because I appreciate all the sluts. I do. Whenever I'm in the club and I'm doing my show and I see all of the slutty costumes, I'm just like, you know what? You go. You do your thing. If you have the body, you flaunt it. It takes confidence. It does. It takes a lot more of just confidence, but it does take confidence. Yes, it does take more (laughs) than just confidence. (laughs) But we won't go into that. It's fine. Uh, Okay, so we're going to move on to our next segment. Yes, we're moving on to brewing something bitter. Cue the music. So my uh, bitter thing for this week is I watched a documentary, mm-hmm. and we're not going to get too into this because I don't want to talk um, necessarily on in this podcast about mm-hmm. too much politics, because mm-hmm. politics, mm-hmm. but um, politics, politics. <laughs> so I, I watched this documentary. It's on Netflix, and it's called Reversing Roe. Mm-hmm. And it's about reversing um, the Senate, possibly uh, voting to reverse Roe versus Wade. So mm-hmm. reversing the right for women to uh, have abortions legally. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it makes me quite bitter. Mm-hmm. I was real angry yesterday and in quite a mood. Mm. <laughs> it just it makes me so mad that we're. I feel like we're going backwards in our society mm. at the moment. Yeah. And it just is very frustrating. Yeah. And... There's just a lot in there. Um, they, they give you both sides. It's, it's a mm-hmm. good documentary to watch for mm-hmm. men and women. Yeah. Go and watch it um, or whatever you identify as. Mm-hmm. Go and watch this documentary. It's just kind of interesting to see. They, they cover the history of abortions and how once it was like people didn't care or give death. I mean, they cared, but they didn't give right. death threats to people whenever mm-hmm. they went out of uh, the country to go get abortions. Mm-hmm. But then once it was legalized, then it became this yeah. thing where people would murder the doctors. Oh yeah. That would perform abortions or they would murder, um, the people going into the facility mm. or they would bomb the facility. Oh There's just so much crazy stuff. And it was all covered on this documentary. Yeah. All of it's on the documentary. So go and watch it. Um, it made me very bitter. <laughs> 
So, but it's one of those educational things. Like, yes, life is tough, and sometimes right. knowing about it, even though it's a sad truth, it is a truth that you need to be aware of. Right. And then it talked about how we we got the right to mm-hmm. um, abortions mm-hmm. and do what we want with our own bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they don't belong to anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, how we've started slowly going backwards mm-hmm. in um, rights for women. Mm-hmm. And so it's just an interesting documentary. Um, if you're a woman, it might make you extremely upset. Mm-hmm. So just be, you know, <laughs> careful with that. But it's information that's valuable. Yes. Yes. For sure. Yeah. And it was good. It's a Netflix documentary, I mm-hmm. believe. So they've been coming up with some good stuff. Mm-hmm. I like them. My, yeah. my sweet this they, week is a, a Netflix movie. So we'll, we'll talk about mm-hmm. that in a second. They have a couple of really good writers that they've contracted. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I am so unaware of anything that goes on Netflix. I just know <laughs> that I enjoy their content. Yes. So. And you know, it's a really, it's not sponsored or anything, but it's a great service. Yes. You pay, oh, yeah. You pay what? How much do you pay for all of that? Just, $8. Like, it's so cheap. And all you do is just like binge watch movies and shows yes. for like days. You don't even have to leave your house. Right. Well, Nussel <laughs> and I don't have cable. We don't do cable. So you do a lot of Our Netflix. main things are Netflix and we watch HBO Go. Those are our two mm. things that we really watch quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just feel like a cable bill would just be too much for us. Mm. <laughs> but also we just, we feel like our favorite stuff is on those, yeah. those uh, forums. So we just stick with that. Yeah. And it has good content, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, so this documentary, it was, yeah, really, that was, it was my... really something that, that lit a fire under you. Right. I it's, see. It's not necessarily, it doesn't make me bitter in that I don't like the information that was in it. Mm-hmm. It makes me bitter in that the content makes me frustrated. The truth hurts sometimes. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, in that our society is just going in a backwards motion. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. mine. <laughs> If we want to get a little, so I am a little bit bitter as well. And I've had this discussion with a few different people in the last couple of days. But the thing that makes me bitter is that we have not yet legalized marijuana in Texas. I am not really a marijuana smoker. So I am like, really, I think that um, people should do it if they want to. Mm -hmm. And it should be legal. I'm Mm -hmm. just clarifying this, that I'm not really a marijuana smoker. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like I have any rights to talk about this. Mm. But... I think for like medical uses or just recreational uses because people drink Mm -hmm. alcohol and that I've heard the argument that alcohol can like actually kill you Mm -hmm. um, if you drink too much of it, but you can smoke as much marijuana as you want and you won't die from it. I mean, you could have a panic attack and psychological effects, but no, it's not going to harm you in the same way that other type of addictive substances will harm you. I will say that I do take hemp oil. Mm. Um, and it doesn't have any THC, so you don't get high from it. But I have a hemp oil to help me relax at night because I have a, bad back issues. It's a similar substance. Yeah. I yeah. See. It comes from the same plant. It just yeah. doesn't have the stuff that mm-hmm. gets you high from it. Yeah. Now, the, the reason it makes me bitter is because, and I'll say this once and I've, I'll say it again and I'll say it a thousand times. I do work in the healthcare industry and there are so many things that we can use cannabis for, not just Weed. I mean, not just smoking it, but there are some, I know. Okay. So there's this lady that I know who has cancer and she is free of cancer, but she has to do chemo once a week for the rest of her life. Mm. Now, cannabis can lessen the symptoms. 
Right. It can ease her pain a little bit. It can do... There are so many beautiful benefits to marijuana. We have not recreationalized. <laughs> sure. Question is that, mark? A, is that a word? I don't know. It is now. You just said it. It's a word. The people of the world will tell me whether or not recre- recreationalize is a word. Yes. Email us and it's Please in the description. <laughs> <laughs> or on our Facebook page, you can totally just be like, that's not a, that's not a word. Don't say it angry. Just, you know, tell us. <laughs> I was about to yell, but then I was like, no, no, no. Don't yell at us. We should institutionalize the use of cannabis. And I've always thought that for a really long time, but we still have not. It has been proven that certain um, states across the U.S. and other certain countries have used it to the benefit of their economy. Yeah. And it has, it's, it works. I guess we it should does. do a podcast over this, over just like. I would love to at some point. Controversy of marijuana and then like medical uses the and medical then uses what of, the people yeah. who are afraid of us mm-hmm. using it, mm-hmm. what their fears what are. Their, yeah, what their thoughts are. Yeah. I would love to do something like that. I think that would... It, but it really does light a fire under me because we, I don't know why Texas is so against marijuana. I just don't understand it. Texas is against a lot of things. <laughs> what is Texas not against? That is a shorter list. But I know over the years of working as a healthcare provider, I know many, many people of the elderly generation who use marijuana as a... A treatment for their symptoms. They say it's good for those with Alzheimer's and dementia. Yes, it is. It's really good for mental patients. Mm-hmm. Mental patients. <laughs> <laughs> patients who have mental conditions. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it just makes it sound like, like the mental patients. Uh, anyway, so it just it makes me a little bitter because understandably, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex. Yeah. What sweet this week? <laughs> I got a raise. Yay! Yay! And it's it's one of those things that, you know what, you work hard for yourself and you work yeah. hard at your job. And you, you work you, hard it's, for the it's, money. <laughs> money, 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 money. I'm pretty sure that song is about a stripper. I'm not. She works hard for the money. That's what it is. But yeah, it's, I, I, you know. <laughs> Well, I don't judge you, you if you wanted to do something like that. I would support you. You know what? I would support myself too. I always have told my mother, like, mom, as soon as I lose all this weight and I am just gorgeous, I'm going to become a stripper. You are gorgeous. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. We're done with that. Anyway. So, um, yeah, so I got a raise and, um, it just went into effect. And right now I'm making, uh, it's not a whole lot of money more than I was making, but even still, the little things in life. It makes a difference. It does make a difference. Also, and it makes you feel good. You, it does. You're like, I deserve this. I, I always have deserved it, but you're right. Yeah. It do, it's one of those things that it's kind of like a pick me up and you have to really, really like find value in the little things because if not, I mean, there are so many things that I could be upset about and I am because I'm a better person, but every once in a while. You just kind of, you have to kind of take a deep breath, realize, you know what? I just got a raise. I'm a boss ass bitch. I got all this coin. Yeah. What am I going to do with it? Probably buy food. But I, I mean, saying, like this. <laughs> I can tell you what to do with it. You want to donate it <laughs> to the Meredith cause? I'm working on a wedding. Oh, that's right. <laughs> 
So you uh that's right, you are getting ready for your wedding coming up in roughly a year, yes. a little less than a year now. For my marriage. For your marriage. Yes. Um yeah, it'll be in a, in about a year. Yay. Yes. So I'm pretty <laughs> stoked. <laughs> so so what else makes you happy? What's what's your sweet this week? My sweet this week is another Netflix thing, as I've said before. Oh yes, you did say that. Um so I watch this movie and I'm I Saturdays has started becoming my movie day where at night once Russell goes to bed, because he's not a big movie person. Russell's my fiance. Mm-hmm. Um he's not a big movie person, so I decided to start watching movies when he goes to bed. And uh so this not yeah, it was last Saturday. I watch this movie and I love it. And Are you going to keep me in suspense? What is yes. this movie? <laughs> you don't get to know the name. I'm never going to tell. Just kidding. Shade. Okay. So it's... <laughs> okay. I have a hard time pronouncing the first part of it. It's called the Guernsey Literary and Potato Pill Pie Society. <laughs> No, okay, I have a question. Okay. I, I think I've seen previews about this movie. Is it about a book club? Yes. Yes. Okay, so this movie is not for everybody. This is kind of like a, to me, it's kind of a feel good, mm-hmm. romantic mm-hmm. Um, movie that's set in World War II. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like right after. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the aftermath of World War II, basically. Okay. And it, she's a writer and she wants to go meet her like this book club that's kind of been meeting and they wrote her a letter saying like they appreciate her books and whatever, but it's just, so they, okay. So this, hold on, let me just wrap my brain around this. Okay. The, uh, the book club is in Guernsey. Yes. It's okay. on Guernsey, Guernsey Island, I think is what it is. Okay. Um, so she's an author. She wrote a book. They, yes. they reviewed her book in the book club and then they wrote her a letter. They, they just like her book. So okay. they didn't review it. They just uh, sent her a letter basically thanking her and like saying, thank okay. you so much for getting us. Okay. Cause it was during world war two. And so the only way that they like a way that they could escape mm. was this book club. I and see. so they wrote her a letter and then she came to visit him and uh, visit them and decided to write a book on her experience about their the book okay okay it's all making sense yes but it's just it's such a sweet movie also visually very appealing Mm -hmm. um and it's just it's really good i loved it Mm -hmm. so much it's on netflix yes it's on netflix i thought it was a movie that was going to be in theaters Mm, i guess not because it's a netflix movie okay and um, have to watch but i just really liked the title which is why i originally clicked on it you do you have a tendency to like movies with long titles yes well because i was very interested in the potato pill pie (laughs) i was like the guernsey literary potato (laughs) pill pie society that sounds like an awesome movie and so (laughs) it does it sounds like something that has a lot of content it does depth it does, yeah. And it's just a really good mm-hmm. film that I enjoyed immensely. You know what? It remi- Just the title and thinking about it, The Dead Poets Society. Yeah. For some reason, it just reminds me of a movie that has, you know, just it's a lot of... somewhat similar, honestly. Really? In that uh, they're very similar to The Dead Poets Society because uh, they meet at night mm-hmm. and they read from books mm-hmm. and they, they read with passion and mm-hmm. have like that um, love of literature that they'll like sit there and like try and be passionate about it yeah. and be the characters. And oh, I, I see. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I remember now. Yes. And it's just, look at you, literary guru over here. 
<laughs> but it's just such, I love that whole. But movies like that. Yes. Yeah. And like the Freedom Riders. I know yeah. that I introduced you to the Freedom Riders not too good long ago. Movie. Really good movie. Stuff like that. Not so, as similar as the other two, but, but it, it's, it's similar in that it's about lit- literature. Yes. And history and things. Yes. So anyway, that's a really good movie if you feel like watching something that's kind of just a feel good. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel good till later. <laughs> it's kind of drama filled. There are so many ways that people could take that sentence. Yeah. There's a lot of foreplay to begin with and then it doesn't feel good till later. Oh, goodness. Yeah. That was a good one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You were supposed to say, you're welcome. No, just thank you. Oh, okay. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so that's all I've got for my suite this week. You got anything else, Alex? No, I don't think so. I think I'm, I think I'm happy. I'm as happy as I can be right now. Good. <laughs> I think. <laughs> anyway, so listeners, lovely, lovely listeners, the peoples of the world, mm-hmm. if you would like to contact us, if you have any thoughts to share about any of the topics that we went over today, you are more than welcome to do so. All of our contact information is in the description, as it has always been. You are welcome to get a hold of us, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see you next time. Beautiful farewells, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.